This is an intro to an intro. (laughs) Literally all I'm coming to say is that this is not a pity party. I don't do that. Many of the actions that you will hear me describe in this episode might be kind of fucked up. Not so much my actions, but um, but yeah, I take every everything I do as a lesson, and if I did not properly convey that in this lesson, had I really listened to my intuition from the jump, because if I don't know if I really quite said this, a lot of this would have been prevented. It's not my fault, but this I really hope goes to show us a warning of why, if you have fake friends or people in your life that you know don't have your best interests at heart every single time you engage with them you engage with one of their friends a mutual friend of theirs anything in relation to them you're putting yourself at risk you're putting yourself at danger i really hope that point is conveyed in the next like hour and a half that i go off babbling but if not let this one sentence one line um an intro to an intro serve that for you guys i just felt the need to come back and say that because this is all about like a relationship shit and like i didn't get into why i hate sneaky links but you can probably guess why i hate sneaky links but this all deals with like all of that and had i listened to my intuition sooner granted i listened to it but it probably would have prevented me from uh dealing with an even bigger pile of shit that emerged yeah so i just hope that i made that very 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 clear um people you date people you hook up with it really is not a fucking joke and it's all fun and games until it's not fun and games right all right i love you enjoy all right so um i just uploaded part one i feel like i spent way too fucking long talking um about all of that in part one but everything else everything else is gonna come here so yeah so we talked about what can happen with really pretty people and it's not like i'm tooting my own horn but i'm absolutely allowed to but it just really really struck when um when my just recalling my uh, astrologer astrologer telling me like yeah this is what you're gonna gonna experience and it'll often be really bad not really bad but it's a theme that he said like i know you've experienced this before and i was like yeah because it comes up here and this is where i really want to get into why having fake friends and people around you is dangerous like actually dangerous right because we we take we take for granted like you don't need people around you that don't have your best intention at heart because it can actually end up really fucking hurting you in the end but okay so can we get into into cheating and ghosting let's start with ghosting first because I keep seeing the sentiment all over the internet internet, and posted by like therapists and things like that. Or, or honestly, more like so-called therapists. Because I feel like real therapists don't really fucking spend a lot of time on this topic, rightfully so. But like the internet influencer mental health people kind of do or bring it up to make everyone feel good. 
I'm going to be so real. I think the way we see and go about the concept of ghosting, it's just really fucking stupid. I think that everyone has gotten to a point where if you don't get the, uh, enough attention and you don't get your so-called closure, because that's, that's what all this issue with ghosting is about. That's why some of you like fucking cry yourselves to sleep over this person ghosting you or that person ghosting you. Closure. And, you're, and the lack of it. Because you feel like you need, someone to, you need someone to let you go. You can never be the one to let something go. You can never be the one to say, okay, well, I don't have all the answers, but I'm just going to let this fade out. It has to be that someone cuts it off for you, for you to feel like you have permission, like the A-OK, to move on. Right? That's pretty much all the fuck it is. Because you have people saying, well, like, we need healthy communication skills. And and if you're not, um, and if you're ghosting people, you're evil and you're not being, and you're not using your communication skills the best you can. And you're, uh, 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 uh like, oh my God. One, and I have a lot of points with this. One. <laughs> If you're constantly finding yourself, let's take the word ghosting out. Like, like I'm going to, of course, I'm probably going to say it again, but let's call it what it is. Stopped communication. Stopped contact. If you, if you are still constantly though, finding yourself with people in situations where people just cut contact with you on a problematic extent or like on a, um, you know, things seem to be going great and then oh my gosh i can't believe it they just stopped you have to take some reflection like you can't be as much of a victim as you fucking say you are let's be a thousand percent honest and transparent right what it like like let's just be really honest because some of you were like yeah i get ghosted like every week i get ghosted by this person and that person like and everyone's just like, oh my gosh, you poor baby. No, like, you're, you're that to me, that sounds like you're a fucking walking red flag. Unless you can truly, clar- truly, like, clarify and explain that you're just as much of a victim as you say you are. Because if you're really out here, where it's like every week another person in your life is just cutting contact from you, maybe you need to reflect. Because the bitch that I mentioned in the first podcast, first episode, that that just um that was before this. The wild roommate. I noticed a theme with her. Where there would be people in her life and she would be obsessed, upset and obsessed over it because they would cut contact with her. All of her exes, all of her former friends, no one wanted anything to do with her. And I kept that in the back of my mind. And then I realized, oh, yeah, it makes sense now. Because when you are that fucking weird and insane and obsessive, you don't, you cannot have any more con- any contact. You're just going to have to be cut off. A person can give you so-called closure and you're still going to fucking run with it and do some weird shit with it. So no matter what, it's going to have to end. Right? So that's one. Like, take some time to reflect. Two, 
I don't think what most what most people consider ghosting is actually ghosting. Like communication naturally fizzing out or things like no longer vibing, that's not ghosting. Things just ended. Like I said, you're probably upset that you didn't get the closure you felt you needed. But things ending naturally isn't ghosting. You do not need, and you're not entitled to, and this brings me into my next third point. I'm definitely going to lose track of the numbers in a minute. (laughs) What brings me into my next point. You are not entitled to an explanation. You are not entitled to a formal, hey, I'm sorry, I, I no longer feel like being friends with you. Please have a good day, sir or madam. Like you, You're not fucking entitled to that. You do not need a formal letter <laughs> every time a relationship or friendship is about to fizzle out. The same way you don't have to do that for other people because that's how a lot of you end up getting t- entangled with your exes. I mean, there's deeper issues behind it, but you're like, you're like, okay, but I feel like they just need to know. They just need to know what they did wrong. And they just need to, yeah, think they give a fuck. You think the dude, and we're going to get into cheating too. You think the dude that cheated on you four fucking times and put you at risk of getting like STDs and didn't give a fuck about, about your health or your feelings. You think he gives a fuck about how you feel? And about your like two page long paragraphs or your explanation for why you're cutting him off. That's nice. It's nice. You want to provide him closure, but you're not providing him closure, right? You're not providing her closure, right? It's all for you and for your ego because you're still holding out and hoping that they'll change last second and give you your desired outcome. Nonetheless, no one um god yes like nonetheless no one in even with exes you see people that are like but shouldn't i just say like exactly what this person did wrong shouldn't i no but that's how you end up giving your your energy and your attention to the wrong people and people that you need to fucking cut contact with Or people that really, like, if you, wise person does not entangle themselves with fools. So keep going and keep entangling yourselves. Now, that's not to say, like, everyone you, like, fizzle out with, there was some weird or, like, bad shit going on. Sometimes it's just natural. But you can't just... Is... (sighs) Some people also... And what this just hit me, they might not want to give you an explanation, even though, again, you're not old one, but they might not want to close it off with an act of open communication or, or open conversation, communicating why things are ending, because they might not feel like it's ending. They might feel like, yo, I'm going to go on like a, a long, long, long hiatus from this person. Might not, might not feel, might feel kind of shitty, but that could possibly, and this is just coming to mind, possibly be why sometimes people don't give you that um preventative ghosting closure that you need even though again you don't need it because to them why would they close it why would i close it off if i'm not ending it possibly but yeah you are not owed an explanation more often than not for every community every communication every whatever that ends or fades out 
the explanation that you're looking for probably could have been reached with simple awareness of the situation you were in. Now, there are cases where things can be going great, whether it's with um, a prospective job, prospective roommate, um, possible future friends, possible um, person you're talking to or dating, and things just stop. And you're like, yo, like I really did not see that coming. Yeah, it's annoying for sure, for sure. You're still not owed an explanation. What you're supposed to do is live your life and move on. Because we're, we're not attaching ourselves to random situations, right? That's not what we're fucking doing, right? We're living our lives and we're forming healthy attachments. But we're not obsessing and, and attaching ourselves to situations and things that have no roots, that have no grounds in our lives, right? Because that's surely not what you guys are fucking doing, right? Okay. Continuing. I would expect people now more than ever to ghost or so-called ghost because everyone's fucking tired and we're in a pandemic. And, and even outside of that, sometimes human beings simply do not have enough brain cells to pour out. Like, I know there are well-meaning people that will disappear for weeks because life is just simply overwhelming. And they're not ghosting. And they, they, they're not like, they genuinely don't have it in them. And a lot of y'all are like support, support neuro, neurodivergency and mental illness, uh, 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 and scream, but you'll scream out, how hard is it to send a simple text? Well, one, in times of crisis, two, in times of exhaustion, or three, for people that have any kind of neurodivergency, it is fucking hard. And they can think about that text every fucking day, but cannot get themselves mentally to send it the same way you cannot get yourself to stop blocking and unblocking your ex see it that way if it's not making sense to you right yes this is the call out if you're the type of bitch or person <laughs> that that you're a block unblock block unblock block unblock block unblock type of person or in any kind of situation like that same way it's so hard for you to just get a grip and stop is the same way for some people it really is that hard for them to send a text because life is a lot especially for people that are have like dealing with like executive dysfunction like every goddamn day of their lives my babes have adhd they'll send me a text like two and a half months later oh hey sorry what's up life is crazy i uh, just got a little distracted <laughs> I'm so serious. That's just, it is what it is. Like, y'all can't be. Again, we want the bare minimum people. Like, if you're dating, for girls, if you're dating a guy and he's not giving you energy and effort and he's still taking the time to string you along, that's like, okay, like, you need to cut that off. Now, if he just cuts contact completely, that's where you also are like, okay, that's it. It is what it is. I'm just going to live my life and move on. In addition, I don't even know what number we're at. We can't be out here crying over someone that you were messaging three for someone that you were messaging for three days on a dating app. Because I realize that's a lot of what it what it is. A lot of you are talking to people on like dating apps and getting weirdly attached to them and then you're upset and you feel like you're entitled to an explanation from someone that you've never met that fed into your desperation that you only talked to for 72 hours. 
or someone that like you were talking to a prospective employer online and like it didn't like you know what i'm saying Because you... Jesus, this text that I just got. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to leave that there. In addition, so one of, one of um, Don Miguel uh, Ruiz's uh, four agreements is not taking things personally. And it's something that, I'm ta- that, you're, that you're taught in therapy. Like, people do things because they can, because they want to. Maybe, li- maybe life got crazy. Maybe they were bored. Maybe they didn't know how to respond. Maybe they didn't feel comfortable. Maybe they just fucking forgot. You are not supposed to take things personally. This is what I get. I say it every time. This is what I get for checking my messages while I record. You are not supposed to take things personally. Like, ever, ever. Because people are people and humans do human being things. Like, oh, someone didn't text you or email you back or, like, call you back. Okay. Tell me again what the issue is. Because I genuinely don't understand this discourse about how, like, everyone that does it has is a shitty human being. I really don't. And I don't like being the type of person that's like, people today are too sensitive. But this might be one of the very, 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 very few times I will ever say that in my life. It's fucking ridiculous and well leaning into oversensitivity because because it's just like why does it bother you so much that someone stopped giving you attention or no, it's not, not even just that they stopped giving you attention. They did not preface it and explain it to you. Because a lot of you were like, well, a simple quick, hey, I don't feel like hanging out anymore would suffice. But that's also shown through their actions, no? Like someone not fucking wanting to speak to you in one way or another. Either means they can't, don't want to, or are not able to hang out with you. Or or like, or, or, or converse with you. Like they are not, they are not able to, do not want to will not make communication anymore because they chose they they showed you with their actions that they're not going to lastly we also have to be very careful in this conversation because like abusive people disrespectful people don't deserve replies and responses and explanations This is why a lot of people feel racked with guilt when they go, like, more than a week without talking to, like, their shitty exes or their abusive bosses or whatever. Like, this whole ghosting thing really does not apply in that scenario. But I also, I wish we would get more into attachment injuries, um, attachment theory and attachment injuries. Because that's what it sounds like when people are really, really upset when someone doesn't stops talking to them or doesn't or like cuts them off or whatever it sounds like an attachment injury and like you're allowed to have said attachment injury but i think when you start demonizing people for taking space from you for whatever their reason is and feeling like they are poor communicators 
I, I don't know. I just think it's like too much. And sometimes I always want to ask like, oh, were there any signs? Did they try to have this conversation with you? Are you the type of person when, when someone names their feelings, you can't fucking handle it and you, and you deflect? Because I also know there are some people who I don't give them the time of day. If I know like you truly like you're on some bullshit. One, if you disrespected me, you're done. Like you don't exist to me anymore. But there are some people who like with that in their present state, there is no room for growth. right like in their present state and it's not up for you for me to want to play savior to help help them um reach that growth and figure it out i i don't know like because i just feel like the abandonment issues come out this is why I have someone in my life very sweet, but they're like, yo, whenever I'm ignored, I get really, really upset and angry and I freak out. And I'm like, okay, how the fuck do you know they're ignoring you? Because you know, with me, I don't answer for like two hours. Okay, I'm probably, probably working. But when a man doesn't answer you for two hours, you instantly, you change the vocabulary and you're like, no, he sorry i made the mistake of um again turning my taking my phone off do not disturb and i got a phone call so yeah like i was like i was saying how do you know he ignored you how do you know he is ignoring you oh well, he's not answering me okay like does his life revolve around you does he does he just sit in his room all day and stare at the wall because like you said he works right he works he goes to the gym he has a life he doesn't use his phone all the time how do you know he's ignoring you how do you know that anyone is ignoring you? Like, you don't know, because that, that's an assumption. There's a difference between simply, oh, someone did not... Fuck. Oh, I know who that call was from. <laughs> There's a difference between, oh, someone did not answer me, versus, oh, um... I'm being ignored. As if someone, by not contacting you for whatever reason, is intentionally choosing to not respond. I don't know. It's it's just a lot, and I hope... I hope you guys... I, I don't know. Just fucking think about it. All right. All right, so... um, Let's get on to the good shit. So I've personally never understood why we normalized cheating so much. Now, I've read some books, and I'm still reading, like by Osho, where he says, um, he questions the concept of, like, monogamy. And while I would personally rather drink bleach than, um, be in like any kind of like open or polyamorous relationship i do find it interesting to learn about and i respect it and i um i know personally not for me but i've also really loved and been interested in reading the um 
a lot of the very, very old spiritual teachings relating to relationships and marriage and monogamy. Interestingly, though, what people tie it as, twist it as, um, a lot of people will twist it as, um, fuck, I really lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh my god, so many thoughts. A lot of people twist it as, um, oh, well, humans were never supposed to be paired off into, like, husband and wife nuclear family, so that just means I can cheat and, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. No, you should probably deal with your commitment issues and your willingness to hurt other human beings and put other other human beings' health at risk. Because there are people that really do do like the whole polyamorous lifestyle and they do it in a very, very healthy way. And all of you real cheaters are not that. <laughs> um... I have never really fucked with... I'm going to get into my mess in a second, but I've never really fucked with uh, cheating. Well, I I personally... I will never. But I've never fucked with any kind of mercy for someone that cheats. One, why would I take someone back that has shown a disrespect for me? And we'll get to that disrespect in a second. When I know my worth, I know my value, I know how pretty I am. I can find five more people just like that guy. So the fuck am I doing staying with one that had no respect for me at all? Because if you want to leave, if you want to see other people, just tell me. I won't take it personally. You're allowed to not like me anymore. You're allowed to fall out of like, fall out of love. You're allowed to fall out of whatever with me. And just be like... And and just break up with me or just be like, yo, this isn't working anymore. I don't need an explanation. I don't need a... Oh, so I want to see... No, you're allowed to just, like, cut it off. I would prefer... You could just totally blank, like, hey, it's not for me. Just you, could, you can end it through text message in the coldest way possible. I don't care. I'd rather you do that than smile in my face, kiss me, and go and kiss me with the same lips you used to go eat out another bitch that hasn't been tested in, like, three years. Right? Because when someone cheats on you, and I don't think like we really understand this, fuck your feelings. Fuck your hurt, sad feelings. Because it's your hurt, sad feelings that typically leads most people to go take back the person that disrespected them and played them like a clown and played them for a fool and cheated on them. A lot of you, and I think a lot of you might not see this as an issue because you like let everyone that comes into your path raw you as soon as you meet them, which, God help me, I think a lot of you, um, I, how do I say this? See, my ADHD, it really just can't, because I ended up clicking on the email on, on accident. One, no way, that's my credit score. Fuck you, credit karma. Two, 
yeah like it's got like little fucking fireflies flying around in a jar that shows credit scores i don't need to deal with that <laughs> so you're dealing with so a lot of you a lot of people are just having especially younger people like people my gen like gen- millennials and gen z they're just having unprotected sex with anyone they meet and i've said this in other episodes it's terrifying one to hear how a lot of people will be like yeah i went from never having sex or only having sex with three people to having sex with 60 people in the span of two months one i know i will not ever hit a number like 60 or 50 or 40 or 30 or 20 <laughs> in my lifetime and before any of you like want to hop down my throat and shut sleep on like on the topic of slut shaming like let's be real it gets to the point where it's like one what are you running from because every friend or person i've known who can't keep a fuck buddy it's because as soon as anything either feels too real or things get too real and messy or they get their feelings hurt or some bullshit happens they just go to the next person and they never take the time to sit and reflect and be with their bodies and heal their bodies and just sit with themselves so as a result and they can never go long longer than maybe like a week without having sex with someone so it's just next person after next person after next person after next person and it either continues until they with the unfulfilling lives that they're living in one way or another they just become too tired to fuck or they just keep going until they someone gets pregnant they get pregnant or or and or they get married or they do it until they end up with some sort of condition or std or whatever that stops them like usually something typically has to be a, a big roadblock for better or worse that stops that because like i i know i'm sensitive but it maybe is my maybe my sensitivity is just like the normal is like the blueprint though like maybe we are supposed to i don't know be discerning of who we sleep with and after we're sleep done sleeping with one person not want to just hop onto the next per- hop onto a new person like a week later cuz that's like safety like fuck the feelings it's safety also one who are you giving access to your body to are you getting tested regularly because i'll tell you right now for a lot of you that are just out here fucking anyone and anyone anyone and everyone and again you can get stds just from like eating someone out like just from sucking dick like doesn't matter you can be like oh well i use condoms i can fuck like 80 different people in a year but so that's more than a new person a week more than a new person a week but i use condoms cool are you using the condoms when you're giving head what about kissing because you can get like herpes just from kissing and this is coming from me a whole fucking freak but the freakiness does not matter at all in the slightest because what matters most is safety and protection and vetting and knowing who you're sleeping with like do you have that conversation Do you have that conversation with the people that you're seeing? Like, oh, when's the last time you've been tested? Oh, like, are you, like, I'd rather you not, uh, 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 like, or... <sighs> I don't know. 
I don't know. It's very, which is also why I really just can't deal with hookup culture because I can't deal with people that play with fire like that. I can't. I cannot deal with people, prospective partners who play with fire like that. So, I don't know, like, do you know that a lot of these STDs are undetectable? And by the time you probably find out, unless you're being responsible and getting tested after every partner, before your next partner. A lot of times, a lot of people don't find out, men and women, until something's wrong. And by the time, if you have an undetectable STD, by the time you find out something's wrong, if your body's alerting you to something, that something's wrong. Not saying it's too late, but you, you've, passed into a, you've passed into a threshold of fucked. And a lot of people are like, no, I don't mean this to scare you. No, it should fucking scare you. Also, I mean, for the ones that love fitness and looking good and are interested in gut health. One, I mean, your pH balance is going to be fucked up if, like, you're letting, like, some random dude, like, nut in you. Or even a dude you fuck no and, like, fuck with. Just nutting you all the time. They're really not supposed to. Just, like, pH level-wise. And a sign of respect too. It's a sign. If someone is not willing, and they don't even care, they don't even consider using protection with you. That is such a sign of disrespect, because they literally do not. They know they're not going to stick around no matter what. They don't give a fuck about your life. They don't give a fuck about your future. They don't give a fuck if you get pregnant because they're not going to be there anyway. They see you as a human flashlight or human cum dumpster, and that's it. So for all of you that keep joking about taking plan B, which is so disturbing, not taking the plan B, but making jokes about like how you take plan B all the time because he doesn't want to use a condom. This random guy, your so-called sneaky link, and God help me, I hate the term sneaky link. Like, just grow up. You're, we're too old. We're way too old. All of you joking about it, you do understand, right? Like he won't use a condom with you because he doesn't respect you in the slightest doesn't respect you as a partner doesn't respect you as a hookup does not respect you as a woman does not respect you or male does not respect you as a human being so when you see someone lower than dirt and you only just want to fuck them i mean it's like a glory hole but just without the wall in between like they they just see you as a vessel to fuck so they really don't care what happens to you you understand that, right? So when someone's cheating, whether or not they use protection, they're putting your they're putting like your health at risk. And that should be what really upsets you. Right? All right, so story time. I actually think this story will be a lot more, even more entertaining than the last one. So let me take a sip of water.
so. Let's see, how do I, how do we start this? I, I'm always like, you know, do I start in chronological order? Or... <laughs> Do I start in order of importance? Start in order of sequence? So I am always I've always been very um picky with who I date, with who I sleep with, all the things. Um I Alright, what time are we at? All right, fuck it. So, not giving names, not giving timelines, like the very lack of specific details here. Um, I met a certain person many years before we had started having any kind of anything, hooking, like whatever. At that time, I looked like a totally different person i was a totally different person while later years later and we all have mutual friends so this is like main kicker all of mutual friends all our friends are friends or well i'm a part of many different friend groups but one of my friends main friend not main not anymore one of my couple of my friends were all you know yeah i'm at a you know backyard gathering barbecue whatever um it's cool it's starting to get boring and i already got in the habit of like you can invite me to a function but like i really don't want to stay the whole night unless like i don't know there's really shit for me to do like i'd rather function hop than just stay at one function so I ended up accidentally ended up getting to the function early, which I fucking hate. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm definitely leaving early now, just like out of principle. I can't stay the whole time. Plus, I was already in 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 this very telling for me. I was already in like weird bouts with um or just was feeling kind of weird with uh, some of the um, with uh, some of the people in the group but it was like whatever i just wouldn't want to show want to show my face and leave you know as i go to stand up i'm saying goodbye to everyone and i walk past this dude because he didn't say anything to me when i walked in i realized now it's probably because he was in shock at how i looked <laughs> and how good i looked but if he So, so I'm saying goodbye to everyone. I'm very petty, so I walk by him because like you didn't say anything to me, even though like everyone's courteous. So I'm not gonna acknowledge your existence. He kind of like grabs my arm. She's like, "Don't touch me." He's like, "Wait, no, like you're not leaving." I'm like the fuck I am, and he's like, "No, like chill out. Like you're leaving so early." So I was like, "All right, fine. We'll." We'll, we'll we'll talk more. I was like, maybe, and I said, like, you know, maybe I'll stay, maybe I'll leave. 
we talk more he has very clearly shown an interest in me showed an interest in me all night our friends definitely did notice especially because i'm just very picky and i never talk about my romantic life they've tried to set me up with people and i hate when friends do that because it's just like and i've never asked them to it just suggests like one because if you set try to set me up for someone and it's not like an incredible person an incredible person i'm taking that as an insult it's like who do you see me as who do you take me for two like do you think i'm just like desperate and waiting around for someone and like you need to fill some void in my life three like don't make assumptions i could have a whole roster which never quite me because again i don't really hook up or anything but still so i am um everyone had kind of um noticed just how i don't know just like slightly cozy i was with this person like i think it was just the fact that i had acknowledged their existence that's what it was like me even at this point letting a man speak to me is like people are like oh holy shit so and you know we were sitting close to the couch we're like like drinking together um, all, all the things all the things again it's a house party I don't even like when people's house parties. That's why I really wanted to get in and get out. Cause I, I just don't like. Mm-mm. But we ended up spending the rest of the night at, at, at the event, at the event together. We leave. I don't give them my number because I don't give men my number. Exchange Instagrams. Whatever. Downhill from there. Like I said. All of our friends at that event, they didn't say anything, but they did notice. And some of them were close friends with him. Some of them were like moderate friends with him. Some of them didn't really fuck with him at all, but they knew him as a mutual friend. So they were always courteous, but they all noticed. I was the only one in the group that did not know him, but I assumed, okay, these are all pretty good people. I think all like friends, mutual friends that are all like doc, not doctors. They're all like, I don't know, psychologists and in the health field and teachers and very like, you know like they all seem to have their head on straight they all seem to be in like pretty normal relationships themselves what can go wrong i'm sure he is a reflection of the group and he was he was a reflection of the group (laughs) oh dear dear god so you know we're talking um a little bit later um like like in the days days later um they know like i travel around a lot their first form of flirting is them saying like you know like what some of our friends are having a sleepover oh i just realized something he asked me if i was going i am so curious if she only invited me because her and i were always mm, i always got a weird feeling of like jealousy from her i'm very curious if she only invited me just for him oh dear god so i was like yeah i think i'm gonna go maybe whatever but the event was like six seven weeks away so i was like yo like what the fuck are you planning for like it's a sleepover and we're like adults like like a sleepover but it was like yeah it was kind of like a sleepover party but it was like out of state and for a weekend like yo it's like seven weeks away like if you like me and you want to take me out like you you have to do it sooner the fuck are you waiting for 
and then eventually i'm like yo well i'm gonna be like i'm bouncing around all the things and he's like all right all right all right all right like let me let me take you on a date we go out on a date it's kind of cute like cool like my see my brain is like be playing this vividly for the first time i think since it happened um and it's very interesting because I have very like photographic memory and like little things I can see like like the street lights and the, and the inside of his car and like oh like this is what the table looked like at the restaurant and like my brain has always been like that. We have we have dinner. It's cool. Um, ladies, please do not pay for dinner, ever. Don't split the bill with a man. I've never split the bill with a man. Just don't care. <laughs> if you're gonna take me out on a date like romantically, if you're gonna possibly touch me in any capacity. By my presence, by my silence. <laughs> no, but for real, because too many of you go on like weird little like smoke dates, and then you want to, and, and some dude's car, which isn't a date, and then you want to complain that he doesn't take you seriously. Well, like, yeah, duh. So, date's good. I made the very ill mistake. And I knew it was coming. I also... There's a specific reason why when I, um... When I ovulate, I just tend, I like to stay home. Because it brings out this very animalistic nature in me. And my best friend has seen it. I lose all common sense. So he was like, yo, like, let's just, um, we'll chill at my house. After. <sighs> anyway... The next, well, that same night, because I, I, don't, I don't spend the night. So I'm back home, like, dear God. <laughs> you know, we talk a little bit more, but I noticed I would feel cold. Like, I would question, like, I would even get upset at myself. Like, yo, I feel cold. Like, I feel like I'm not able to really connect. I wasn't really beating, my, beating myself up over the choice I had made, but it was not one that I... It was very, very out of character for me. But I think there was a perceived level of safety. And again, it was like a once in... He had really caught me on like a once in a lifetime day. Because the shit that I did, it, 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 it just... You, you would have thought that I was like on drugs. Like, like, there, like there were drugs in the pasta or something because for me to it was very interesting and perhaps I did have a false sense of, of safety as well um very interestingly though as I walked into his um his house his brother was there I think older younger similar age maybe older his brother was like how many drinks did, it, did she have wasn't drunk or anything but that I guess that's just like a conversation that they tend to have with each other. And I kind of clocked that and was like, what the fuck? Anyway. So I remember feeling like I was being like really cold. Um, you know, like I wanted to open up more. I wanted to text more, contact more. I now realize that it was my um, intuition protecting me. Because I was only ever, interestingly, I realized the energy that I was putting out was only ever able to match exactly 
what his energy was. Because he deserved absolutely no more. And I think it freaked him out because he had kind of met someone that in a way... I don't, I, I don't act like a dog in my personal life, but I, I think that the energy does come across. The tendencies do come across, even though I do not act like a dog. I have the self-control to not act like a dog in my personal life. However, you can see like the dog-like genetics, I should say, come out. And I think it freaked the fuck out of him. But nonetheless, I noticed it would, it would ebb and flow and he would like push in and pull back. And it, was, it just got to the point where it was like weird. I was like, what the fuck else is going on? And I could feel it in my intuition. I have a strong feeling. And I felt this very unfortunately. Um, one of the times I had like been with him, you know. Wow. I think he's been with a lot of people. And not to... Everyone has a past. But I more so say this in a way of... Yo, I think he runs through every girl he gets contact with and I think he's still like that because you could feel it off of him I can't explain it I, I, I could I can't explain it but it was terrifying we th- things things continue things are like weird we meet up again uh, uh whatever this is where it gets interesting So, Jesus, I just started looking at, um, I just got a text message to the limo was booked. Oh, I love that. So, um, God. So, it is about, like, a week, two weeks after the last time I had seen him. You would have think we would have seen each other again. I already knew some weird shit was going on. Like, I didn't know what it was, but I knew the weirdness was in the air. I go on, like, my Instagram story or whatever. All of our friends are at, like, a house party again, like, the same party he and I met at. Typically, whenever there's a house party, the whole group meets. If someone is not invited, there is a specific and trifling reason, as I now understand. I'm like, wait, fuck. So one of the girls in the group FaceTimes me, and she's getting ready, and I think you see this moment of shock on her face. Because you see that look of, oh, shit she's thinking that she's gonna facetime me and we'll get ready together and then she realizes i have not been invited (laughs) and she says you know the, the friend so this guy was not her friend but he was a friend my so called friend's friend but he was a friend of um he's more so a friend of another girl in the group the girl whose party it was the girl whose party it was the very first time as well so she was like, oh, I'm I, like, she said, you know, I'm surprised um, so-and-so didn't invite you to her party tonight. I, I don't know. One sec, I'm on the phone. So many interruptions in this episode. Sorry, that was not a phone call, but a knock on my door. Um, so, yeah, she's like, I'm so su- I'm surprised she didn't invite you, but maybe just because, um, this person and her family like passed and maybe she just wanted her closest like people there very interesting and of course i notice i'm so curious i notice he's in the background of all these videos and he's standing very uncomfortably 
I noticed that about him as well. Like, he would be very big and, like, big and attractive and, like, you know, athletic tattoos. But there was something, like, always uncomfortable in his nature. Kind of, like, red flaggy. Like, he would be doing things... How do I say this? It wasn't like just awkwardness. It, it, it was like he had these urges that he, you could just feel like he had these urges that he wanted to get out. Like he's at a party and all he can think about is, who, <laughs> and this, this is where the kicker is, all he can think about is like, who am I going to fuck next? Like actual, like, like all, insane. So at this point, I'm like, surely she knows surely this girl knows and i don't like that and that's why like i also just don't date friends of friends or anything like mutual friends because like it's a mess and people will take it upon themselves to tell you things or, or or relay information to you or withhold information to you based on how they feel about you based on how they feel about the other person and what i learned is that the common sentiment was fuck me because I just did not matter right so I noticed that and I, as soon as I see that I'm like okay this was intentional now that group part that group um, sleepover thing that I could not attend was a couple days after that I'm very curious I stick my neck out I'm like hey have a great time he gives me an extremely cold response I pretty sure i like i don't think i talked spoke to him after that i do remember our last message but i want to say can't tell the order if not they were a couple days apart but i was like oh wow yeah yeah all right so it's it's a sleepover birthday party right obviously you can tell almost everyone in the group is coupled up except for him except for me if i were to be there one other person who conveniently was left out of a lot of the pictures whatever weird shit they have with her and she is a family member of like that first main girl they i think she likes to be ghost very much So they have this. So obviously, I'm very well aware everyone at the sleepover is going to be fucking. Like, come on. I, I know how it is. So I have these thoughts, and I, I was curious who's going. Because if he's only going with people that are all of our friends that are in a couple, he's not going to do anything with anyone, right? And I wasn't into the mindset of, oh, I wonder if he's going to. I was more like, if there is another female there that is single. I could feel it off of him already at that point. Like, yeah, this is going to have to end because I already, I can just feel it. That man is a dog. It was neither confirmed nor denied at the time, but I felt it then. And it turned out it was the case that there was another girl there who was single. Girl was a... All right, so how do I want to relay, get into this next part? 
All right, yeah, we'll just go in order. So the girl that he ended up being with, as I learned recently at that sleepover, was his friend, our friend, not anymore, his friend's cousin. His friend, which was a girl, her cousin. So because I, and he was like, I really want you there, I really want you there at the sleepover, I think because I couldn't come, he convinced her to go, because I do not believe she was originally intended to go. Okay. He and I no longer no longer speak after that point. He's just really weird, cold. I'm like, I'm out. I can't. I can't. I, I, there's just something so cold, and there's like a coldness and meanness about him, and it doesn't make any sense. And I can't figure that out. I can't play games with men. Why am I going to entertain someone being cold when I can just... You know, like when I can just get someone better. Or not even get someone better. Just be in my own peace, you know? Now here's where it gets interesting. So about a month after that, I tell... Not a month after. So this is actually backtracking a little bit. I I have dinner with a friend or someone I thought was a close friend of mine. This is while he and I still had an inkling of possibility of like being together longer, being together. I tell this friend, yo, so I know you've been asking about the person I've been um, slightly seeing, I guess, for, to, to, to light, lighten it a bit. Um, Cause she, she knew there was someone, but I wouldn't tell her who. I just like to keep it to myself and I just wasn't it was it was instinct just well I just wasn't sure um so I told her I told her like oh it is it's so it's so and so it's this guy and she she goes oh my gosh that's so cute I'm so happy for you guys I really hope it becomes like serious and exclusive you guys are look what are so so cute together all the things just hyping it up like I hope like he like claims you I've weird sentiments about the term claim hope he claims you for real i'm so happy and excited for you because you deserve to feel great you've deserved this for so long he and i dissolve after that point within the couple weeks after a dog is a dog and i knew this from from the beginning oh i didn't know he i knew intuitively that he was fucked up and I only got the confirmation about like two or three weeks ago that he was. But it's not him. He, he, he when I get into what he did, it, with him, it's more just like, wow, damn. Men, some of these men really just be like menning, you know? <laughs> On some menace energy. It was the friends around me. That's what really gets me. So, let's get into it. So this friend, I said all of that at that dinner. I see that friend a couple more times. And I'm traveling around in and out of New York, not really in New York for a couple months. One time we see each other, we're chilling in this big, like, luxury hotel. I invite her over. Because, you know, I'm the cool friend. I'm the fucking cool friend, right? The friend that's going to text you and be like, yo, I have a whole luxury service department. Um, On the upper east side and a high rise i just have the whole thing to myself if you want to come if you want to chill come over we'll we'll watch tv and eat like cookies 
like little kids on the flat screen in this like fully porcelain all white um all white full service luxury high-rise hotel apartment mix right invite her over i'm talking about him more so just like retrospectively like just saying like yo you know i i except that time i'd started dating someone new um to my surprise i wasn't really expecting anything i was like you know that last guy was cool but um this i i think i'm really appreciative of uh this newer one however at the time it was still really fresh for the newer one i was like i don't know if there's ever a possibility of anything ever happening with the um other guy again and she was like yeah who knows but would always consistently almost almost like she was guilty push the topic and push like oh well this new guy's great don't even worry about it don't even worry about the last guy i when i cut contact i cut contact so i did not contact older guy i did not mute him like I did not, like, nothing. Not older as an age. Older as in, like, time, you know. I did not contact. I muted him. Didn't exist. He reached out to me when I was recently, recently, like, when I was in Mexico. And I ignored it. Told my friend in passing on on that same friend in FaceTime. Oh, like, so interesting. Guess who, like, reached out? And she's like, oh, who I say? And she's like, she says some shit. I forget what she says. But she's like, oh, he really must have been lonely or whatever. Because I had said like, yo, he really must be like, he must be insane to reach out to me after all this time, like after all this. And she had said something along the lines of, I think it was like, he must not have anyone on his list or he must not be seeing who he was seeing. And I was like, oh, who is he seeing? instantly clams up and now i think she she just didn't want to give information in general i think she thought i would be like the typical like a lot of straight girls where they want to know who their who their ex is like dating so they can cry over it it's not what i wanted i wanted a timeline and as soon as she said that i was like huh nia how much do you want to bet whoever he was recently seeing he stopped seeing so that's why he contacted me immediately like like it's like some fucking sex addict and how much do you want to bet when you first started talking to him? He was probably still with her, right? At this point, I am. it's like pulling teeth. I hold my so-called friend hostage on FaceTime for three hours. Pulling the information out. Because it's not, oh, what did he do? But how much did you know? Turns out, everyone in the group knew that he was a shit person knew that he had a terrible track record when it came to women not like in being abusive or physically abusive at least not that i know but just like in being a mess and cheating and being a dog and god help me i keep saying that because really i know it took a lot of like divine protection and intervention for me to have managed to leave that situation unscathed because the shit that he was doing and some of the stupid shit i was doing it's there were endless possibilities for how badly it could have turned out. So I give highest thanks. <laughs> they all knew he was a mess. And you when you would think this is someone like your friend, like, yo, she's gonna be my bridesmaid, ah ah ah. That's what she would say about me. You see her cozying up to someone 
who maybe you're not even friends with the guy, but you know from what you've heard, you know he's a mess. You know he quite literally has a girlfriend or he's seeing someone else. Or at least up until like the day before the event, he was dating someone else. So like, yo, no. You would think you'd be like, oh, no, 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 Nia, like, hey, 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 hey. Girl, find someone else. That's a walking red flag. He has a whole girl. If you date him, you're going to be the other girl. Like, you're going to be the girl he's cheating with. Like, do not. And again, you guys know what I said about cheating and safety, right? Any fr- So the fact that my friends knew, so-called friends knew, you're putting, you're going to put me in full danger, right? My, my fucking health and safety, right? So, they all knew. They all knew from the jump he was a dog. Everyone saw him closing up. Didn't say anything to me to warn me. His original girl, who is a family member of one of the people in the group, they again all knew. He, all right, that like, oh damn, he's about to start cheating again. They defend him. They. The fact that he had been going on and off and, like, messing with her, this girl, for so long. Like, yo, like, y'all, like, that's your cousin. You don't care that he's dogging her out? He, you and no one in the group cares that he's, like, like, no one's gonna, like, like, really? Wow. So... So she 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 reveals that she did not know she didn't know I was with him at first, but she did they, she did notice at that party again, like I said, that he was a dog and did not want to warn me. She slips and says, "But Nia, towards the end, but Nia, would you? Don't worry, it gets worse. Would would you have really done anything though if I told you?" And I was like, "Yo, what kind of fucking like whore do you take me for?" Yes. And I said, and this is where this whole jealousy concept, like I really mentioned in the last episode, comes up. I said, yo, you know how pretty I am? You know how much self-confidence I have? You don't think I could find another basketball player with tattoos over six feet? It's not that fucking hard. And and that's literally what I did. the next guy after him was another basketball player over six feet with tattoos and he was a much better human being much better like yo you don't what would make you think i would ever you know how i am what would make you think i would ever tolerate being mistreated if if i'm giving a warning i heed the warning but that's where it comes into, and I said it just like that, but that's what comes into play, right? Because if you're secretly or subconsciously jealous of a girl and you know she, you, can't, you know you've never been able to pin her in any shit. You see her walking into flames, right? This is your chance. This is your chance to just see her suffer in the way you've been dying to see her suffer. Continues. So she knew and came to know pretty much as soon as that like little party second party happened she knew right away because he had told her because he just i don't can't keep his fucking mouth shut she knew right away or my so my question was who else knows because i had not seen anyone in the group in like close to a year who else knows what i'd slept with him oh don't worry girl it's just me and you 
pull out a little more. Don't worry, girl. All right, so it's just me and you and his uh, girl best friend, like that girl in the group whose party it was. Pull a little more. Okay, so it's just me and you, and, I, and I'm sure her boyfriend, the girl, girl best friend, I'm sure her boyfriend knows, and I know he knows. All right, well, all right, well, girl, it's just just us and his, and her boyfriend. I'm like, does your boyfriend know? Would not confirm or deny. So her boyfriend knows. Continue on. Okay, so I'm sure. And then I'm like, all right, so his said the guys, his best friend has got to know. And she's like, yeah, well, that's just his best friend. Okay, because that's not what you told me when I first fucking asked, right? Because now, after you looked me in the eyes two months ago and the month before that and the month before that and all our phone calls and all of our facetimes every single month and you were like yo well it's a good thing no one knows and right now we're up to like 10 people so at this point everyone knows everyone knows every fucking one knows everyone knows their families fucking know so that's one lie because i had said you know i'm really sensitive and i just really i i already don't like that i was dating someone in the friend group but at least and i and it and i would love to know if anyone knew and i said this for months because that that's just something for my peace of mind i don't like walking into a room and having a bunch of people know that i slept with someone but i don't know that they know that like right so i i start seeing okay she's just lying this is a girl i've known for years that again like you're my best friend you're i'm so close i'm close you know more things about me than than this person does lie after lie after lie lies not only just protecting this dude that she really doesn't give a fuck about but the lies are in turn protecting herself so she doesn't want to admit very interestingly she doesn't want to admit who he was could you call it cheating cheating on me with who he was also using me to cheat with then mentions that drama it's it's another uh it's it's her best friends so that that girl who started the party her best friend's cousin i'm like yo none of y'all wanted to y'all all all see the bitch she i don't think she knows who i am like she might know of me you none of you had the courtesy to say like yo like yo babe like this dude isn't shit he you don't even try to make it right and be like yo he just dogged out someone else i don't know who the girl is because you don't want to say me but you know you might want to leave him no 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 so it continues she admits that she knew he was a piece of shit didn't want to tell me i don't know again like what she took me for but she didn't want to tell me she told me to my face in person and on and on facetime for months no one else knew everyone knew okay we continue so i say okay did you know at the same fucking time that i was seeing him that he was sleeping with someone else first no 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 no, not at all maybe 20 minutes later all right well well maybe an hour later so i didn't know at first but so I'm like, all right. And she, and she knew it first. She just want to admit it. So I'm like, all right. We had that full lunch where I told you. When I told you that I was dating him, seeing him at lunch, did you know? 
she was like, well, I didn't know at first. I'm like, all right, even if you didn't know at that lunch, when I would talk to you about him for the weeks after, and I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. He's just not really great. He's been super distant. You didn't think to say, oh, he's been seeing someone else? Because you knew then, right? Yeah, I did know then. She knew earlier, but yeah, I did know then, right? And she said, but we all knew you were moving anyway. Here we go. This is it. But we all knew you were moving anyway. That's what it is. And basically said, and then she went on to say, we just didn't tell you. We. So that means the whole group knew. The whole group talked about this. whole group talked about me. Made a plan. We knew you liked him. We knew you guys were, you know, seeing each other. We didn't tell you that he had a whole girlfriend that he was sleeping with her that like the day before he would see you he would go fuck her that he slept with this girl on that vacation that he begged you to go on because because when i when he realized i couldn't go god forbid you're three days without having sex with someone he invites he invites his this first first girl main girl tries to make up with her just enough to get her on the vacation which she did because she i guess she was like i don't know I don't know. I'm sure she's a sweet girl. But he managed to get her on the trip. No. None of that. So. You. Knew he's doing all of that. Right? And you don't think to say anything. You don't care. And she says. Well we knew you were moving anyway. So they they thought I was a problem that would fix itself. Basically. Right? That's what she just kept saying. But you were moving anyway. As well as. That's why you really can't fuck with people that are jealous of you, swear to God. He had, and she's not even his fucking friend, he had bigger things going on. And we knew about you, but we just thought that he had such bigger things going on, we weren't even going to deal with you. So I was a blip in his radar, right? I was... A casualty in his wrath. That's what she fucking said. Said in full, just like that. He had bigger things going on while he was dealing with you. You see what I mean when I say it's dangerous? I mean, you can't trust a lot of these men in general, but I was with confidence. Some confidence. Eh. Eh. If I'm being real, my intuition was kind of kicking me a little bit some confidence seeing this person again that's that's like my your health at risk because i'll tell you right now he was not a smart guy and he was very reckless and i also know and have to not like i have to accept of course it wasn't just me and the other girl because that means whenever we were out of town or whenever he was in, 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 a, in a spat with either of us, he had to have like two, another one or two or three or four or five or six other girls to dog out in the meantime. You know how fucking terrifying that is? When you're like, yo, who was I actually with? Like when she told me all this information, I... And mind you, after him, I had already gotten tested, all the things. But I was like, yo, like I, f- I actually kind of feel a little sick. It was information that I intuitively kind of knew, but just hearing it and hearing the depths of it, and I know that she didn't even get to all of it, it makes you, kind of makes you feel sick. 
Like, I felt like I wanted to fucking, like, sage my vagina out. So, yeah, so she was just like, he had bigger things going on in the midst of you. So, again, I was not shit. He had bigger drama. I was just a casualty. I was a issue in a realm of bigger issues that they didn't have to deal with, but that they did, dealt, needed, wanted to deal with. Wanted to impose themselves on. But even though they had this dude that they clearly didn't give a shit about, they disliked me enough. Because I knew that there was some really, really, really strong jealousy issues. Didn't quite think, silly me, that it would be going as far as them basically setting me up to try to see how much pain they could get out of me pain they could put me in because they saw that window they saw that open door and they were like oh yeah it's gonna be a mess but let's see if he will kind of try to fuck her up and fuck up her life the same way he did this other girl this girl's cousin right because right now she's like pretty and winning and traveling and like it's literally sickening so we got to see it through like let's try this one out because at this point now i have to almost think how how much of this was a setup? It already was a setup in that everyone knew when they wanted to see me. Everyone wanted to see me walk into fire. But I'm like, how orchestrated was this? Was this just a setup of opportunity, right? Where they're like, oh, look at that. Look at these two lovebirds. Boom. Let's let it, let's let it happen, even though it's going to be terrible. Or was this a full extra setup where they were like, yo, where they could have gone up to him and said, yo, like, we, we think Nia's single. We never quite know with this bitch. Go hit on her. See what she says. We know you're a full animal. We know you'll fuck anything, any, anyone with the pulse. Ask her out. See if you can swindle her in, into, like, sleeping with you, too. Like, see if you can get her clothes off at some point. I don't know. It could have even been that far of a setup. But when she had said, truly, and I say it again, we, I, she said, I didn't think and we didn't think to tell you or tell you after the fact and even make it right because we just thought you were, we knew you were moving anyway. So as if I was just going to be dead, right? Like I was just a problem that would fix itself except whoops, the darkness always comes to light eventually. So your ghost will always fucking come out. And I came back like a ghost that was going to haunt them. Which is why as soon as they started realizing I was going to come back, they all went in damage control. They were all right, all right. They were all like, all right. So are we ready to invite her out yet? Or do we not? Or how much does she know? Should we start being extra cushy? Because I think she's going to come back to New York. I think she's going to come back to the town, not just New York, like the city. I think she's going to be come back to like the smaller town. What do we, what do we do? Do we try to, like, I, like, I. so that paired with, again, looking me in my eyes and telling me, like, yo, I'm so excited for you. You're going to do great with him knowing, I don't know, like, like, the day before our lunch, knowing you knew that day before, the weekend before, his dick was in some other girl's mouth. And I know it was, because I knew they were together. 
And that's not a motherfucker you could really escape head giving head from. You knew? And you were like, yeah, I really hope it works out for you guys. You understand that level of triflingness? Trifle? I don't even know if that's a word. Level of like trifling and how scary that is? Do you understand how scary that is? To know that there are people in your life that are like that. To know that this dog of a man, and they knew his track record, could have had God knows what, God knows how many STDs, got like, where, again, you can get STDs without having sex with someone. You can get them just from oral sex. You can get some of them just from kissing. That is your health. I don't know. Like I, I know I explain things in a very calm way, so I don't even know if the level of fucked upness that the situation was even um c- conveyed or or, or not conveyed was accurately uh, portrayed and was accurately conveyed in my explanation. But I know now, since since then, I've had mul- multiple um. Hey, I'd love to hang out with you. When you're gonna hang out? When when are we gonna hang out? When can we see each other? Can we please hang out? ever since then from said friend so-called friend because she's guilty and a lot of on that facetime are you mad at me are you mad at me it's fuck my feelings right but are you mad at me are you mad at me and i said yo everything i asked and everything i wanted to know when i was involved with him my intuition i just remember thinking like yo this man is so cold like am i the only one seeing it because everyone else seems to love him everyone else seems to love him am i the only one seeing how dark this is and i just had to leave knowing all right this is what my intuition is telling me to do i don't know if it makes sense it doesn't make sense at the moment but my intuition never leads me wrong all those months all those times telling her yo like i wonder what the fuck was up with him her saying, oh, don't worry about it. And in that FaceTime, she kept saying, you know, it's in the past. It's in the past. I realize it's a form of, like, gaslighting, I guess you could say. Because when you really want someone to let something, like, just, like, constantly pushing me, just let it go. Just let it go. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. She tried to see if she could shut me up enough to not press for more details. Because with every detail I gave, the more fucked up it got. Like, it is so dark when you realize you're interested in someone and you have a group of people actively planning and conspiring against you to see how much you can be hurt people that know this is why my intuition was like yeah don't bitch don't you dare open up to this man fucking emotionally or physically because it's a he's a red flag and it's a trap And it just makes me think of this, like, it was a couple years ago, but this dude was, like, shot, and I think he was killed by these so-called friends, and it was, like, on live, like, at Facebook Live, maybe, because they set him up. And he had friends around him that he actually, that actually couldn't stand him and didn't like how he was doing in life, so they set him up, except they took his life. And when I tell you that it is so dangerous to have people around you that don't fuck with you, because I knew... 
Everyone in this group was extremely infatuated with me. And I had been told by some of the boyfriends while the girls were drunk at like parties in the past, yo, like all the girls are jealous of you. We all thought you were stuck up when we met you. Why? You know, like when you get into colorism and, and texturism and featureism, it's perceived like power or advantage in the black community. Like, oh, you have this, 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 and this. So that on a subconscious level gives you more of a benefit in a white society. That plus, I guess, just, I don't know, them having low self-esteem, me knowing that I've always, like, that I look good, it built up a rage. And it was on me for, because I had already at that time when I met him, started heavily distancing myself from the group heavily 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 only seeing them like twice a year and that was still too much because it was it was within that one meeting for the first time in like a year at that point that things just fell to shit right and a group of people had noticed a vulnerability within me that they hadn't seen before or noticed a possible open door that they never had access to and they capitalized on it. And you know, there's the, oh, like, so he was with me and he was fucking someone else, which like, yeah, like, again, safety-wise, like, don't fuck with that. But my feelings aren't hurt. Again, the worst part is knowing I had a group of people actively lying to my face for over a year and actively planning and plotting and conspiring. friends that most of them again don't even fuck with the guy but he was a consistent you know they were willing to let him dog out whoever he could because at least it meant that this girl that their girlfriends were jealous with and this girl that was cool and doing cool shit and never did anything never did anything wrong to them that they couldn't stand anyway it meant that they could try to fuck with her because there's nothing that says we think of you like the dirt under your shoe, under our shoes, than letting someone go through that, right? And letting someone be disrespected like that. Because again, when my friend was like, so-called friend, was like, well, if I told you though, would you have really even changed your mind and done anything different? That tells me one, all right, so despite the fact that she has no reason to think so, they see me as a slut of the group with like no apparently no self-confidence like that's what they see me as and two they really 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 they thought i deserved him he was a shit human being and they thought i that's what i deserved so now due to guilt i'm being asked to hang out and begged to hang out because now it's damage control right Oh, water break. <laughs> I just remember texting my best friend this couple, I don't know, like a week or two ago when all of this came to blows and I just texted her like, yo, I intuitively felt this, but just hearing how far it goes and again, I still don't know how deep it goes. I almost feel like dirty. All felt, felt that night that night only because it's like you really have to use your intuition when you hook up with people because it's not a fucking game 
And I found myself like, yo, like, what kind of monster did I let enter me? Honestly. Honestly. Because the more I, I, I get into it, the more I'm like, he actually, like, has issues, like, issues, issues. Like, he's not right in the head. Because even the time frames, the, the, the severity and the closeness of the time frames from one to the next to one to the next, like something is really, really off. I don't know. So that is my spiel. On cheating and fake friends and how dangerous it is because if, if you're if you're keeping around people that actively treat you like shit like you're a jackass i will say at least so this one event that i've been invited to i i truly planned on coming in and coming out i hadn't seen this person over a year these people in over a year i just wanted to show my face and leave and i texted my friend it's so funny i texted my best friend that that night of the that event the first event I'm, I think I'm kind of done with this group. I'm just going to show my face and leave and never pop up again. And true, that's kind of what I did. But, um... Grateful did not have devastating effects. But... I think everyone else felt it as well. Like, she's on her way out of this group. We can't stand her, but we also don't want her to leave. Roll her back in this might be a rare opportunity because at once they tried setting me up with someone that was like had had kids and was like not really working and was like short <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what they thought it, like it, it was actually comical and disrespectful but then i think they saw oh that's what it is it's like it's like it's like the hunky types right like like big slightly dumb looking strong tattoos but oh like he's still he's like in grad school and, he, and he's running this business and he's doing this career so like he seems like pretty level-headed mm. but i don't think i'll ever forget the level of discomfort that was on that girl's face when i sat and I pulled out painfully every detail that I could. Because this was someone else that was also afraid. They were very afraid. Afraid because they knew what I, what I do to people when I'm played and tried and they did not want to be on the opposite end and then as soon as they realized they would be on that that harsh opposite end they were like holy shit is there anything we can do to reconcile this so when he reached out Truly, this is why you also can't get stuck on like exes and former hookups. Because if you know someone's not good for you and you know you don't want to leave them alone, you should probably know that you should take your ass to a therapist and work on that. 
when he reached out, I truly was like, ew. And that was before I knew everything. I was like, ew. Wow, he really must be going through it. Like, he really has to be desperate. Right? Hmm. Because then after him, I would meet a guy who would hold me every every night as we slept even hold my hand as we slept we would have like 13 hour dates and that was before of course we go to sleep for the night 13 hour dates where he would just show me anything and everything and we would do so many activities and explore he would communicate in like full fucking sentences <laughs> like a lot of these dudes don't he was extremely kind and had a personality and a great upbringing or reconciled with his upbringing and was always actively willing to do better and would always talk about if he had any hesitations or reservations or you know what he was looking to where he was looking to grow as a person was always open to feedback we'd wake up and like literally like meditate do a guided meditation in the morning like what makes you think and now we're not together anymore there were there were some not issues but um we we were just both moving so it couldn't work out like what makes you think it's like the audacity a lot of these people also have to think that at any given time after they dog you out that they can just come back and because they know there are girls that will take them back I really have nothing to say, but I can't, I can only imagine the way they felt when I, I guess they realized like, oh, she doesn't give a shit. Because how could you go back when you've burnt a bridge and you're only looking to go forward? I know there are more po- more points I wanted to bring up, but I think I'm going to hold this here. Um, I'm not sad, because I always ask, like, yeah, whatever needs to come out, universe, just fucking take it from me. Like, let it out. Like, let it come up. Like, we're so like, if there are ever, um, things that you need to I don't know everything comes out in its time and I knew very early on with that person like yo if I push anything it's gonna be a mess so I just have to leave And I can, your body knows as well. Like, cause we would, he and I would like just be together and I would never be fully comfortable. Like something would be off. Cause even if you don't know your body, it's just like an antenna. It's like, yo, it doesn't even make sense, but I'm just going to tense you up. Cause like we're getting some weird fucking frequencies. And then when I was with the next guy, a, a, a long while after, 
I noticed how very much at ease um, I felt. Very, like, natural. Like, the antenna was like, all right, no, like, this is a wild card, but, like, you're good. Don't worry about it. You know, I think we covered a good amount. Besides me rambling, we did cover ghosting and cheating and fake friends. And in the last episode, what the fuck did we cover? That one was long. I mean, a lot of rambling. What the fuck did we cover in the last one? Besides the psychology kind of behind um, people that are, like, too pretty. Eh, whatever. I'm going to hold this here. But yeah, so all of that, all of these developments from the past two episodes have all come out in a very short period of time. I'm also planning a move. Mexico was great. I had a great time in the jungle. Um, just I, literally just in a penthouse, eating fruit, chilling. Don't know where I want to be. Now I have to go back to LA to get my car. So I kind of want to be there out of spite for not having my car all summer. Also really drawn to Miami. Um, very, very interestingly drawn to the city, but I also hate the city past, like, October. And, yeah, there's just so much planned. Like, I'm excited for New York Fashion Week. Not sure if I'll be able to walk, but it would be cool if I could walk on a show or two. Really would be cool if I can plan ahead for, like, um, Milan Fashion Week, Paris Fashion Week. And now at the point where, I don't know, my body has just been, like, rebalancing since Mexico. I got very, 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 very sick when I left Mexico, and it almost felt spiritual. But I noticed, like, the stress and the sugar cravings. I had some shitty, intense sugar cravings, so I knew my gut health, health was off. Anything that I was dealing with, it was like the illness just kind of reset it. Truly. Um, which is cool. And now I'm like very much planning ahead for like, I feel my best when I'm healthy. And that getting the food poisoning and getting sick for those like two or three days because it was bad, it literally like reset me on almost like a cosmic level, like a cosmic reset. And then after that, that's when I was, I just started feeling better and eating healthier again and just moving my body more again and just resting. First couple of weeks were all just rest because I just hadn't, I'd gone on like six flights before Mexico in the span of five days maybe. It was, it was it was it was it was cool. It was terrible. Like the the impact on my body, I just felt miserable. And with the way the pandemic had affected airlines, all my flights were like delayed. And I, there was one night I'd slept in the airport. Things just were not great. And it gave me this space and level of reset that I needed to where now I'm thinking, all right, like, so for New York Fashion Week and um, Paris Fashion Week, 
I'm actually going to feel and look great. This, this was the first time in a minute this summer when I was in Mexico that I was like, what the fuck? I don't really, like, I look great, but, like, I don't really... Sorry, I just heard banging. I'm not really fucking with um, how I'm looking. Because I was just off, and I had been acting off, and, and, and feeling off, and just not taking care of myself, and I was super stressed, and, and just all the things, all the things, all the things. Granted, um, it'll be interesting to see what... I just want to walk, just like, do it. Literally, just like, to fucking say I do it. To fucking say I did it. Granted, I am not tall. Like, not... You can't even, like, fake that I'm tall. I'm, I'm just not tall. But there's a well, there's a way, right? Okay. I love you guys so much. Um, thank you for this junk foodie um, intermission. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.